This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast. Podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network where we recap the series that just ended. Preview the series that's about to start for your Boston Red Sox. Red Sox have an off day today coming off of a two-game sweep of the Atlanta Braves. Uh, quick little two-game stop, uh, but it was a pretty pretty eventful two games, Shelley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it really was. I mean, my I, I, I'm going to go kind of like a personal little story here. My family is just all uh, Braves fans, so I enjoyed the trash talking that I was texting to them because we won both. So it was great. It was great. Yeah, that that's a fun series. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, jumping right on in here. Uh, game one. Eduardo Rodriguez, Eduardo Rodriguez, rather, versus Tucker Davidson. Uh, the good news is Eduardo Rodriguez did rack up eight strikeouts and only walked one. Bad news was he gave up four runs and six hits and only four innings. Uh, what is your confidence level in Eduardo Rodriguez right now? Uh, what scale are we talking about? One to five, one to ten? Uh, well, let's, let's go one to ten. Two. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, I mean, every time I watch him, like I'm just like he looks bad. He looks at like what was it? A couple, couple seasons ago when it was like really, really bad. Erod. You know, and it was just, yeah, you didn't know what to get. He's in a bad place right now. Um, I don't know really how he gets out of that. He doesn't look confident on the mound. Um, I, I mean, he's had like some tough matchups, but whenever he's out there, I'm just not really confident at all. Seeing the strikeouts up and the walks back down is encouraging, but six hits and four innings is just too much. He's still just too hittable. Yeah. Uh... Does it give you any any more or less confident that it's coming a tough schedule facing Toronto, Philly, in Philly, New York, Houston twice, and now Atlanta um, at all? Uh, yeah, um, because, I mean, that is um, kind of like a murderer's row. Like, I mean, he really has, like, drawn, like, the, the short straw um, when it comes to the schedule. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of really, really tough, you know, you know, offenses there. Um, but you know, but his next outings against the race, so it doesn't really get much easier for him. And I really feel bad for him. Um, I just, I, 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 I don't really know what to think with him because yeah, it just, it's not, not good. Not good. Yeah, his next three outings. Um, he's got the Rays, and then his next two outings are Yankees, and then possibly the Yankees again. Uh, <laughs> if it's not the Yankees, it's Toronto, <laughs> so, which are two of the two of the offenses that just hammered him. Jeez. So it's not it's not great. Yeah. Uh, ERA up over six now, uh, but he's still just got to kind of work through it, right? It's not. I don't think it's a magical solution for him. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. Uh, Red Sox offense, though, clearly picking him up. Uh, and right off the bat, scoring four runs in the first. Um, Devers with a homer. Renfro with a homer. Bogarts with a homer. Verdugo with a homer. 
extra base hits from uh, Verdugo, Devers, Renfro, Dalbeck. Offense just top to bottom, raring through Atlanta's pitching. Um, that was pretty much it. Uh, Barnes got the save, gave up a run and a couple hits, two strikeouts, a uh, bit of a bump, but not enough to really mess with any. The Red Sox get the win, 10-8. to eight. Uh, Game two, Red Sox again get the win, 10-8. to eight. Garrett Richards versus Ian Anderson, uh, what I thought would be a much more interesting uh, pitching matchup, which turned out to not be the case at all. Uh, Garrett Richards, four innings, seven hits, six runs, four earned, only three strikeouts, one walk. Um, I guess same question for Garrett Richards. Where where are your where's your confidence level with him now? Uh, Two point five, maybe. It's not Ooh, great. Okay. I mean, it's it, slightly better than Erod, though. Slightly better than Erod because that we have seen uh, Richards kind of perform. Um, we've seen um, more recent good Richards versus you know good Erod, but it's it's not great. And I mean, I I'll, I'll let you kind of like talk about this, but. His pitch mix stuff and just stuff that he was saying after the game, um, yeah, has me very, very concerned. Yeah, we've talked about Garrett Richards a lot on this podcast as we analyze every game. So we've talked about every single one of his starts. Um, His, yeah, the pitch mix, the abandoning the curveball completely and just becoming a two-pitch pitcher. I mean, you actually kind of mentioned it. um, I don't remember if it was after his last start. But it was recently that he was kind of trending towards becoming a two-pitch pitcher. And you just can't survive as a starter like that in Major League Baseball. Uh, I mean, unless you have, like, the elite of the elite stuff. But very rare. Uh, And now he's completed that transformation in full. And not only that, his spin rates were down significantly. And we've mentioned how in the games that he's gotten wrecked, his spin rates have been really down. Uh, we were to believe that it was mainly because of his mechanics, because he said he was working on his mechanics. In his comments after the game, he mentioned how the lack of being able to use sticky stuff kind of affected him. And that makes me think that this is maybe where he is with his spin rates going forward if he's not using, um, you know, the rosin sunscreen, whatever the heck he was using before. Uh, And that's not great, because we have a lot of data to suggest that when his spin rates are like lower he's very hittable he's gonna get wrecked and that's not great for this pitcher staff going forward so i i think i'm right down there with you i'm worried i'm kind of worried yeah yeah i i mean i i'm very worried now that he's really gone to pitch and honestly it's more like kind of sort of like one pitch i mean he was you know he threw his fastball his forcing fastball 76 percent of the time last night like that's that's too predictable. Exactly. Way too predictable. He's getting hit a lot. Um, and uh, yeah. And definitely his comments about not using sticky stuff. Um, I'm kind of thinking that he re- he probably is using some of the uh, stickier of the stickier stuff as opposed to just like uh, yeah. uh, sunscreen and rosin. He's probably using some other stuff. Yeah. Um, so, and, and you know, and Major League Baseball said that they're going to, like, really, really, really crack down on that's uh, on the 21st. I think that's on Monday. 
Um, so he's, I think that he's trying to transition to not using that, but just kind of seeing how hittable and just, ugh, he is without that. I'm just, yeah, that's, uh, um, not great, especially because we don't really have a lot of, uh, pitching depth down in the minors. So, yeah. And on top of that, we can kind of, um, you know, potentially draw in Tyler Glasnow's comments after his start where he got hurt and he attributed the, his, his injury to not having something for grip. Uh, Garrett Richards has had pretty well documented elbow and shoulder issues. So if he's altering his grip, like Glasnow was might be in for a pretty rough second half all around. Yep. Not great. Uh, again though, on the positive side, the offense completely bailed him out. Um, Xander Bogarts in particular, three hits, three doubles, somehow only managed to drive in one run. <laughs> but um, extra base hits from Martinez, Bogarts from Renfro, or a multi-hit game. Uh, a bunch of RBIs from those folks. Arroyo added a grand slam to put the Red Sox ahead. That was the only home run from the Red Sox side. Bullpen locked it down from there, and Ottavino got a save, and the Red Sox... Uh, I guess you could probably say limp out of there with a two-game sweep. Yeah, definitely limp out of there for sure. Um, but yeah, I I love I love to see that you know Aurora got that grand slam because he's had like a couple of like really clutch hits here recently, um, and I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who is your pick for MVP of the series? Um. I'm just going to go with Arroyo uh, because that, you know, you know, you know, uh, had the, the, he was the reason why we swept. It was just a really good clutch hit. So I'm going to go with Arroyo. I'm going to go with Bogarts. Just Love had it. A extra base hits galore. Driving that in. Alrighty. Uh, we will take a quick break right here and we will come back to preview the series against the Royals. Current standings for the AL East. Red Sox are one game behind the Rays. They are six games ahead of the Yankees and seven and a half ahead of the Blue Jays. Kind of creating some space there. Able to claw some back on the Rays. The Royals are third in the AL Central at 30 and 37. They are 12 and a half back of the White Sox. Um, Interesting team coming to town. I guess it's probably better that we're getting them now as opposed to uh, they started off the season pretty hot and we're in first in the AL Central for uh, after like about a month, but have kind of come crashing down. They are one in nine in their last 10. And we have some rather interesting pitching matchups. First, we have Nick Pavetta versus Jackson Coar, Martin Perez, Chris Bubik, and Nate Evaldi versus Brad Keller. Uh, when you saw these pitching matchups, what was your first reaction? Um, I was actually very excited. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like that this is a pretty good. I mean, this is really, really good uh, for Pavetta and Perez because they both kind of struggled in their last games. Uh, but Kowar and and Bubich and Keller have just been just absolutely uh, dreadful. Um, so and knowing how well you know our offense was hitting against the Braves pitching. Now we're going up against the Royals. Um, I feel pretty good, which 
I feel really bad about saying, I, I don't know, I need to like knock on some wood or something right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Koar is pitched uh, or started twice and only managed to, to go a cumulative of two innings. There's an ERA of 36. Um, he is a, a very good young pitcher, but perhaps not quite ready. Looks <laughs> like uh, <laughs> yeah. I think eventually he will be good, but I think the Red Sox catch him at a good time where they can kind of pound that in, and Pavetta can feel real confident and go out there and have a nice little game. Yep, hundred percent. Perez versus Bubik. Uh, Bubik has actually started the season pitching pretty well, although over his last three outings, is an ERA of nine point six nine, which has brought his overall ERA up to four point oh one. Um, surprisingly, he's like the best. Uh, of the the best ERA of the starters that we're going to see, um, and one of the better ones on their staff. Uh, Bubik has trouble with walks. Um, is this a, just another another young pitcher for Kansas City that the Red Sox could take advantage of? Yeah, I I definitely think so. Like, I really do like uh, Bubic and and Kowar uh, long term. Um, yeah. But we're we're definitely hitting uh, this. These, these young guys who are still just trying to, you know, make their way. Uh, we're hitting them at the right time. Uh, no pun intended. So, <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, the third. Uh, well, actually, let's talk about Perez, too. Perez has had yeah. a few stinkers in a row. Um, is this the kind of offense and team that he can kind of right the ship? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because, I mean, he got, you know, what what was it? Two Houstons in a row? Like that was yep. his. Yep. <laughs> Not great. Not great. Like the, it, I wouldn't really. There were very few pitchers that I would feel super safe with. Uh, you know, you know, using yeah, throwing them um against the Astros, especially how well they hit lefties. So, you know, this is a nice, soft, uh, cushy landing spot for Perez, so he can get back on track. And in game three. Evaldi versus Keller. Keller actually leads the Royals with six wins and a 6.14 ERA. So uh, he definitely was one of those guys that had his success early. Has not had it as of late. Uh, a lot of walk issues with him as well. Evaldi coming off a, a really good start in his previous outing. Um, just what's your what's your feel for this pitching matchup? Um, I feel I feel great. Um, I mean, I was a really big fan of Keller last year. Um, he was kind of like one of those, those pitchability guys, you know, command over stuff. He was pitching, you know, pretty well, but he's, like you said, like he struggled this year. So I, I, I really do think that he is going to struggle again against this offense because it, you know, our offense really carries us. So, um, yeah, I, I'm feeling pretty good about this whole weekend set. As for Kansas City's offense, it's essentially uh, Sal Perez, and that's it. Uh, Perez, 17 homers, leading the team, hitting 287. Uh, Carlos Santana actually has drawn 44 walks, more walks than strikeouts, which is typically his MO, so he's, he'll get his shots on base. Uh, but then, thankfully, the Red Sox actually avoid Andrew Benintendi, who is hitting 283 with seven steals and eight homers, 19 walks, a 340 OBP. Benny looking good uh after that though it is a bunch of swing and miss hunter dozier jorge soler whit merrifield not having a typical merrifield season for him uh Mondesi just came back from uh the injured list very recently um not 
sure what we're going to get out of him. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Is there anything in this lineup that you think is something that could trip up the Red Sox pitching staff? I suppose speed, maybe, right? I mean, they've been vulnerable to steals in the past. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think um, the only thing that I'm scared of is that might be a couple walks, you know, maybe a stolen base or two, and then Perez gets up there and hits a home run. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty likely. Pretty pretty likely. Um, <clears throat> what is your prediction for this series? Um, even with that, um, I think we have another sweep on our hands. Like, I, I just feel really confident. I feel exactly the same. Nice. Uh, prediction for MVP of the series. Um, I'm gonna go with Devers. I think, I think, <sighs> yeah. That was the exact same one I was going to go with. It seems like he's been like overly quiet recently and is due for a big series. Yep, totally agree. Great. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. We will be back with you on uh, Monday with a recap of this series and a preview of three-game series against the Rays. Thanks for listening.